Welcome to the Corporate Caffeine Podcast. Today's episode is actually a recording from one of my recent live streams. I do these every Wednesday at 12.30 Central on Facebook and on LinkedIn. I'd love for you to join me there. Just a warning though, these are a little weirder and a lot more personal. So I hope you enjoy and let's go ahead and dive right in. Hey everybody, it's Dacia Coffee on Corporate Caffeine. Um, most Wednesdays at 12.30 Central, I go live to talk about how to fire up success in your life. Um, typically, we focus on work because work is not a four-letter word, um, but there is always a through line for me about your whole life, your whole heart, your total potential, because I don't think it's the kind of thing that can be chopped up in siloed. Um, so uh, today is um, a pretty big topic, um, one that I'm incredibly passionate about and one that I attempt my, you know, in the deepest recesses of my heart to do my best and really walk the walk in. And it's about living an intentional life and it's about trying to lean in. And you know what? Screw the word trying. It's about leaning into your unique gifting and your unique potential on purpose. Um, if you've ever seen me speak on stage or if you've started listening to our podcast and please do corporate caffeine on any of your favorite um, places, you know, one of the things that I talk about is about doing the work. And I realize maybe people don't necessarily realize what do the work means because, you know, we can just skimp across that and we can talk about, oh, just work harder. Okay. I work hard, but I actually really, really disagree with only working hard. And I buck the speakers that talk about the fact that they only sleep three hours a night and sleeping is for suckers and I'll sleep when I'm dead. And oh no, I completely, completely disagree with that because I think it is um, disrespectful of space in margin, margin in every definition of the word and what it takes to actually live your biggest self, live your biggest life and give as deeply and boldly as you possibly can. Because side note, and I'm just going to spoiler alert, jump and hack right to the end. Your potential is directly and specifically related to your ability to transform the lives of others. Period. Shocker there that the truth of all significance and intentionality is to love your neighbor as you would love yourself, to go big for other people, to serve and to really make an impact in other people's lives. And so ironically, sometimes, you know, we have these dreams about going big and playing big and making this massive impact. But guess what? You have to be responsible with what is small and what is right in front of you. And in order to have a massively huge impact and to really fulfill your potential, you have to play small to go big. And what that means is working on yourself, loving yourself, loving yourself enough to be hard on yourself and tell the truth um, and loving the people that you have already been entrusted with, whether you like them or not. <laughs> because I think it's really easy to say, oh, I've been trusted with my family or my friends. No, 
you chose to be entrusted to those people. And I definitely believe God brought those people to you. However, there are a lot of people that you're bumping into every single day that you have also been entrusted with in your heart, your God, your life, your community is watching whether or not you're stewarding that responsibility and whether or not you're really stepping into it. So, um, Let's go ahead and talk about some specific work because I actually, what I want to gift you at the end of 2021 is some work for you to do. But what this is, is it, it's, um, I'm asking for you to give yourself some permission to think about yourself intentionally and to ask yourself questions and to have a deep, thoughtful conversation with yourself. Now, if you're like me, I love doing this via journal because the process of what it takes to slow down my brain and connect my brain to what's coming out of my fingers is profoundly transformational because a lot of times when I'm forced to go slow, which is not really an easy thing for me, what comes out, what I know, what was already the answers that were already buried somewhere in me, they were hidden by busyness. And so writing things down can be really helpful. However, everybody thinks and works differently, right? Um, I'm also a big fan of saying things out loud. So go lock yourself in your bathroom or go drive your car and talk out loud, talk to yourself, but allow your brain and your heart to hear the truth of what's happening with you. So that's what I want to do. I want to jump through some questions. These are not in any specific order. Um, I'm going to give you a couple tools. I'll be posting those in the comments. And side note, um, I can see some of y'all's comments, especially if you're in LinkedIn. And so um, any encouragement or questions or thoughts or resources, I please do post those for me and for other people because I am going to be doing this work myself and I always do. So, um, Mark Frado, so good to see you today. I hope you're doing amazing. Dwight, awesome to have you here as well. Thank you so much, my friend, for always showing up. Um, you are amazing and inspiring to me. So, okay, so what are some of the questions? What do I physically mean by do the work? Well, do the work is you know, uncover the shadows that are inside of your own head. Sometimes people might refer to them as self-limiting beliefs. Um, they're definitely blind spots. It might be habits or actions or decisions that you're making that are actually not conscious. Um, sometimes it's your decision to not make a decision, right? So inaction is a decision, you guys. This one really ticks me off, by the way, because people just love to play the victim. That is a decision, whether you are in awareness or not, it's a decision. You are constantly deciding to live the life that you have been entrusted with. And, you know, there's a direct correlation between your choices and your beliefs and, you know, the um, satisfaction that you're getting out of your current reality. Now, I am not trying to say that things, um, bad things, um, unforeseen things, things beyond your circumstances don't happen. Of course they happen no matter how intentionally. And that is a place for empathy and compassion and your ability to receive love from other people or grace or support. But guess what? There are decisions inside of how you navigate tragedy and adversity and how you build resilience and what you choose to do. Because I hate to say this babies, but your potential is also and often uncovered because of the pressure 
put upon you, kind of like a diamond. So a cheesy metaphor, I know, but um, I'm pretty sure God likes those kind of metaphors because he's the one that created them. So, you know, maybe we should just go with the truth, the true ones. Okay, so let's go ahead and dive into some of the questions I had listed out that I will be asking myself and that I will be in purposely engaging in conversation with people that I trust um, in order to use them as a sounding board as well. So journal, talk out loud, talk to people that love, trust you, and are willing to tell you the truth, but do the work. So um, first thing, I like to just be planted where you are. You have to grow where you are planted. Um, I'm actually a little notorious for doing this because I, for not doing this because I have a tendency to be very future oriented, um, overly optimistic, you know, very on the hopeful side of things, which sometimes, um, causes me to not be rooted in reality, rooted in truth, rooted in what is actually happening. And it can take me a second to like regroup and go, oh, here and now. I need to be here and now, not 12 months down the road or 12 years down the road. So the question that I have for you in order to do that, to start where you are, is what is changing in your life or is going to change in your life in 2022? Um, as an example for me, um, my four boys will be like leaving the nest, right? Um, they are all 18 and over. Um, they're already making their decisions. They're already putting their plans in place. And so our life is going to dramatically change. I am, no matter what choices or what thinking I have around this, I am at the end of a stage of life and nothing can change that. And so I have to make sure that I am anchoring to that truth so that as I put plans in place, as I put thinking in place, as I put self-care in place, that it's taking that stuff into consideration. Um, I think that's really important. Also, you know, you need to look at this from a spiritual perspective, a physical perspective. There's so many levels of this, but just what's true about your life and on top of that, what's true about the change that is going to come, that is pretty much beyond your control because we just need to tell the truth about where we're at. Okay, so that's the first one. Question number two, again, not in order, just, just happens to be the list and how my brain spit them out. Um, what changes do you want to have happen? Now, this is really where I so much want you guys to recapture the ability to dream and daydream and imagine that we all had as children and that as adults and as our protection mechanisms have gone up and our walls have gone up and reality has come down, um, we shut it off. We shut it off on purpose because we get scared of dreaming and we get scared of feeling foolish and we get scared of hoping super inappropriate because guess what? You can do this in the sanctity and the privacy of your own mind space and you should. I officially and formally give you permission to daydream and envision different futures for yourself. This does not mean you have to choose them. This does not mean you have to take action on them. This does not mean that any of them are right or wrong, but that you are allowed to explore scenarios and possibilities in your own heart because they can't happen if you've never imagined them, period. And I'm talking about the hopeful, possible, potential side of life. You have to be able to imagine them in order to step into that. And 
go back to a former corporate caffeine. I will link that one if because I have a real beef with people that are waiting to be discovered. I have been that person in my life. It's total crap. <laughs> so do not wait to be discovered. I am already discovering you. You need to discover you. And that's how people's attention then becomes, becomes attracted to you and your value and what you can put out in the world because you're doing your own work and you're believing in yourself, right? So what change do you want to have happen? Also, don't, li don't limit this. This is daydreaming. If you have 25 changes or 125 changes, list them all, list them all, name them all because you cannot move towards that change if you do not name it. So this is not about practicality. Doing the work is not about choosing what action to take. You guys, the work is quiet. It is intense and it is right here. It is contained right here. So that's what I mean about do the work because it doesn't feel like work, but it is the hardest and most powerful potent thing that you can do. Do the work work on yourself, learn about yourself, change the world from the inside out. Okay. So on the, what changes do you make? Um, a couple other questions, nuances, or what things are you dissatisfied with? You're allowed to say that right now. <laughs> I'm sure this is not going to be a surprise to anyone. You are going to have to take accountability for your own dissatisfaction because you are playing a role um, in that dissatisfaction. There is no blaming when you are doing the work because you are powerful in and of yourself. If you're blaming other people, you're giving away your power and you're giving away um, to people that have not asked for it usually. So um, make sure that you're owning that one. But, you know, what's dissatisfaction? I'm going to share my screen really quickly because I want to show you a couple of different things that have helped me over the years. These have come from a number of different places. I will list them. This graphic is one that I created based on a very old book and it's talking about the 12 riches of life. Um, and what I do with this graphic is I will every so often do a gut check and I will simply pull this out. I'll print it you know, in black and white like you see. And in these little pie slices, I just make notes, you know, about how I'm doing in each of these spaces or are there specific things that I can change just different places. Um, there's really for me, there's no rules on how to do this, but do a check in on each one of them. Harmony in human relationships. Do you have that? Are you happy with that? Are you doing things to increase that? Um, do you have freedom from fear? Are you acknowledging what you are fearful of? Um, the hope of achievement. Are, do you allow yourself to daydream? Do you allow yourself to hope? Do you allow yourself to take baby steps towards achievement and really put yourself out there in a way that creates impact and thus leads to achievement? Um, are you expanding your capacity for faith? Oh gosh, I just love this one. I could do my... A, an, a corporate caffeine completely based on this one, but expand your own capacity for faith, the faith in the unknown, the faith of what has not yet happened, the faith in things that are bigger than you, the faith in the trueness about life, um, a willingness to share one's blessings. So generosity principle, I could also do a whole episode on this one. Um, but the cool thing is I don't have to because this one comes up all the time in our podcast because it's just true. And you start seeing examples of this from successful people all the time. Um, 
Do you have a labor of love? Um, do you have an open mind on all subjects? Are you able to listen? Do you have self-discipline? Where should you have self-discipline? Do you have the capacity to understand people? Deep listening, deep curiosity, a pause to separate your emotional response to what they're saying from an ability to see them as human beings and to just give space to the fact that they think differently than you. Oh, huge. You have no idea how much that will change your life and the opportunities that you are capable of seeing if you allow yourself to listen to anybody but your own voice. Um, man, I'm a little aggressive today. <laughs> it's because I love this. Like I am so passionate about this and I want this for you guys. Um, do you have economic security? What does that even mean? What would you need to do in order to have economic security? right? Do you have a positive mental attitude, sound physical health? So I love a lot of these. These are really, really helpful. And I have found them to create some surprising answers and surprising possibilities for myself. Another one that I want to share with you guys is really kind of a way to look at the different aspects of your life and to think, are there changes specifically in different areas that potentially I need to be considering? So there's a whole bunch of different life assessments. Um, you know, so again, I will post different ones so that you guys can take a peek at them. But basically what I want you to see is you can assess your life bit by bit in some core consistent areas. God and your beliefs, fun and recreation, self-care, your potential, right? Your work. Look, those are separate guys. Like they are separate because it's not only your work that can release your potential transformation in other people's lives is should be about work, but I mean, you should have that in your work, but it's probably found in other places as well. Um, you know, your money place, your, your money position, your health position, your romantic or home life position and friends and support. Um, and one other nuance that I want to point out on these different areas is I want you to be thinking about both your ability to give in these spaces and your ability to receive in these spaces because it has to be a reciprocal relationship um, in order to find deep satisfaction because that's what that's how we're created. We're created for connection and service to one another. And so if you're only looking for ways to receive more of this, you're kind of screwed. And if you are landlocked in a feeling of you're never enough, you have to give more, like we're constantly people pleasing, totally been there. That's why I like to call this one out. And there at any given moment, because <laughs> it's where I backslide to. Um, also, if you feel like you can only give and not receive, you are also screwed and you are going to end up feeling resentful and it's a dangerous place to be. So um, do some assessment of like your physical space. You know, a couple of years ago, it was interesting. I was doing this and one of the life wheels that I'll post actually posed a question about how satisfied are you with your physical environment? That was a big one. I never thought to ask myself about that. Now, I was very happy in our previous home. It was warm and there were so many elements, but there was a few really, really specific things that were holding me back. And one of them was the fact that I had built this company and it um, was doing decently well. I mean, we were getting a little bit of traction and, and decent amount of attention. Um, and I was still working out of my bedroom. 
like it, it was so misaligned with how I saw my future, how I saw myself. Um, and you know, I just started having this open conversation with Kyle, my husband, and it was a change that we both agreed was something that we wanted and needed to make. Um, so we went into it really thoughtfully, intentionally, but it hadn't even occurred to me to question that. And one of my friends, Alana, you know, challenged me with, you know, can you step into maybe you need to be stretched, you know, like maybe you need to be pushed a little bit. Maybe you need to have a little bit of tension and you need some margins that you can grow into um, that and use your physical space as a metaphor and a real placeholder to go bigger. And she was so, so right. And so um, speaking of receiving, receiving that, you know, wise counsel was incredibly helpful. And the things that I learned um, through that process were life-changing, which of course is exactly what we're talking about, right? Okay, so um, I want you, after you have allowed yourself to daydream, and especially to name and think about the changes that you want, would love to see, you know, the unhinged list, the non-practical list, I actually do want you to go back and go which ones are appropriate. Now, I don't mean practical. I mean appropriate, because if you are saying something about your spouse or a friend or a family member. And if you can start to identify some finger pointing going on, number one, you need to step into your own accountability. And number two, you need to be very, very careful with not taking the easy way out because that's not doing the work. Right. And so make sure that you're asking yourself, is this appropriate? Earn the right to make change, especially when it comes to the heart people in your life. Really, really important. And the appropriate word is about your own accountability. What role are you playing in um, the changes that need to happen? And can those changes start with a change in your own self and nothing else? Because when you find the answers, the yes answers to that, I mean, very, very powerful in you truly stepping into, you know, your big potential, who you are supposed to be in this life and on this planet and for other people. Really, really big. Okay. A couple other ones. I'm going to try to speed through these a little bit. Um, cause I'm, I can't believe I've already been talking for almost 25 minutes. <laughs> I'm sure you guys can believe that <laughs> anyways. Okay. So what habits, thoughts, and belief or beliefs and or beliefs are holding you back? That is another question I love. I'm going to create a document and link it to a blog so that you guys can print this out and um, hopefully have some fun <laughs> with this. Um, but challenge yourself, right? Do the work. Um, what do you waste time, money, and and um, attention on? Um, now, I want to clarify that you spending time, money, and attention on things that bring you joy, that fill you up, that help you to be good, um, that is not a time waster. And it doesn't matter if other people think so. If you know it makes you a better person, yes, yes, you have permission to keep that in your life, even if it's inconvenient for other people. I will give you an example from Kyle. He collects hobbies like crazy. 
it drives me crazy, but it makes him his best person. It makes him um, amazing and generous to be around when he has done things for himself. And I mean, as an example, one of his hobbies is mountain biking. You don't go mountain biking in 10 minutes. It's not convenient. <laughs> right? Like You have to wait for the weather. You have to pack up everything. You have to go to the trail and then you're gone for hours and hours and hours. It's not convenient for me when he goes mountain biking and who cares? It's not up to me. It is incredibly healthy and good for him. And it turns him into the best version of himself. So I wanted to just give that example. Be very careful about that area about waste. You need to define waste. You need to um, tell the truth about this. Um, and you need to protect the things that are not wasteful to you or for you if other people define them that way. Um, this one is not so much, I mean, maybe for some of you, if you are if you pay attention to your surroundings or especially if you have a, a pretty thoughtful or disciplined prayer life, I want you to pay attention to the themes um, that are surrounding you. Are there certain things that have been coming up in random conversations over and over and over? Um, sometimes they're just wacky. <laughs> like sometimes um, they are calling you out, but whenever there are repeating patterns in your life and they're coming from, they can come from all different places, books, TV, people, songs, whatever, whatever's in your life. When you are having repeating things, it's something you're supposed to be paying attention to. So um, this is both a journal or think about it thing, but this is also a challenge because especially at the end of the year, right? When we are all in these kind of poignant places in our life where there is a transition happen, you know, I mean, it's a very spiritual time of the year, no matter what your beliefs are, um, it just is. And so there's a lot happening around us and you need to be paying attention to those spiritual whispers, um, you know, those God whispers that are happening because they're telling you something really, really significant about what you need to be paying attention to and what you need to lean into or lean out of. So that's a really, really big one. Um, if you do not know your strengths, do it. Take the assessments, take all the assessments, do all the things. Find the words that anchor you to the place that you are uniquely called to serve the world. Those are called your strengths and you need to be able to rattle them off. I don't care if you do StrengthsFinder 2.0 or Culture Index or Predictive Index or Sally Hogshead's assessment or the gazillion other ones. I mean, there's so many good ones out there. Um, disc profile, anything, but like find your strengths, put words to them, get into the thesaurus, look up um, synonyms to your strengths, ask people, ask people the three things that they love you for. Ask yourself, what do people come to you for advice for? Name them. If you have not done much of this, this needs to become something that you look at weekly, if not daily, because you've got to get anchored in what you are capable of. If you ever want to go big, you have to believe it. You have to believe that you're uniquely, powerfully, and belovedly created. So important. No one else is you, but you have to do the work to name that and dive into it and believe it and own it. And that's when you can give it, right? That's when you can function from a place of strength because it is acknowledged and it is powerful and you will have the ability to remain humble. Okay, especially if you have done work on your strengths, I want you to ask this difficult question of yourself. 
when you lean too far into your strengths, what is the shadow side of that? Or what is the other side of that coin? Your biggest weaknesses, the places where you are the biggest pain in the, for people, excuse me, um, is directly related to your strengths. So what is that? And um, if you want to really quickly break past your blind spots, go there. Um, the one question that you're not going to hear me ask is what are you scared of? Because I actually don't think we are very capable of answering what we're scared of because typically it's a shallow answer. Typically um, fears are hidden by lies, lies that we tell ourselves, lies that have been told to us, lies that the world is telling us, and they are very sneaky and they are very hard to root out. So the one question you will not see on my list is what are you scared of? Because I think it's garbage and I think those float up naturally as you turn lights on in a room, shadows disperse and they go away. And I think that's exactly what will happen for you. Um, final questions, what do you need to track? What do you need to like find out how good or how bad something is? Um, and then I want you to really start thinking about what daily changes can you make because going big and having dramatic transformation happens in the cracks and crevices of your everyday life, not in the big, bold, one-time thinking that you might do. Um, and the final one that I'm going to add, there's a couple more, but I will post them for you guys is have you invited God into these spaces and these answers? Because I would challenge you to ask him what he thinks about these answers because this exercise will show you some new answers. You'll be very surprised that what you wrote might be different when you think about what would God say about these and they can also bring some light to you. So um, I just want to say congratulations on wrapping up 2021. That means a lot of different things for um, all of us and it's okay. Like you're here and you made it and you're moving forward and you're strong enough to do this. You're strong enough to change. You're strong enough to handle change. And you're strong enough to be intentional because we need you to show up as your biggest, best, most amazing self possible. So do the work. Um, look for some events in January and February if you want to come do the work in a group setting for fun, for free in downtown Fort Worth. I'll be posting some of that. And onward and upward, you guys. Have an amazing new year.